Welcome to another episode of the No Feeding Tubes show. I'm your host, Yvonne McLaren, and I'm here to help you live your best food life following or during head and neck cancer treatment. Thanks for listening. This is a lived experience that I'm sharing with you, and I think this journey is much better shared. So grab your favourite beverage or your walking shoes and let's get started. Welcome to episode six of the No Feeding Tubes show. I'm your host, Yvonne McLaren, and today I want to talk about how to expand your food repertoire following head and neck cancer treatment or even post enduring head and neck cancer treatment. Initially, I was only going to talk about one thing, and, and that kind of led me to think, well, I can't really talk about that without talking about this, and which means I have to talk about that. The three vital areas that I'm going to cover in this episode are the principles of cookery. Uh, That's the first thing. And what I'll do in the show notes is give you some free resources that will cover all the three things that I'm going to be talking about today. And the first thing is the principles of cookery. Now, if you don't know much about cooking... The principles of cookery refer to the types of cooking techniques available to you depending on what you want the end result of that dish to be. Now that sounds like a bit of a mouthful, but what I refer to here are things like boiling, poaching, steaming, stewing, braising, grilling, baking uh, and a more recent one is microwaving when I say recent um, you know uh, following stone age Um, depending on how much moisture you want to retain within the main ingredient in your dish is going to be dependent on the type of cooking method that you apply to it now that sounds like common sense But I know for me, for example, that some of the slow-cooked casserole-type dishes don't work for me. And they don't work for me for a couple of reasons. One is, if it's beef, uh, and it's not a good cut of beef, I don't care how long you've cooked it for, it's still going to end up like a fur ball in my mouth and I can't swallow it. But as a uh, process of trial and error... I have discovered that I can eat pork and I can eat lamb. I can't eat beef so much. I have a bit of trouble with chicken unless it's cooked in a tandoor. And that's another cooking technique. It's kind of a bit of a uh, a mix between baking and mm, broiling almost uh, with a lot of sauce. So... It really is a trial and error process, but unless you know what the principles of cooking are, you can't experiment to work out what food might be available to you based on that cooking technique. So as I say, in those resources, I list all the principles of cookery and and just gives very abbreviated versions or descriptions of what those principles are. The second thing that I found really useful to know is the five 
mother sources. Now, if you don't know what the five mother sources are, um, it's your lucky day because I've also included those in the uh, resources down the bottom which you can access. If you click on the link there in the show notes, it will take you to a download page and you can have a look at what they are. But I'm going to tell you, Bechamel is number one. Hollandaise, Veloute, Espanol and Tomato. They're the five. I'll say them again. Bechamel, Hollandaise, Veloute, Espanol and Tomato. Now, Bechamel, you might be familiar with it. It's normally used in um, a lot of bit of Greek cooking, uses it. Lots of layered dishes, lasagna, things like that, has a cheesy bechamel sauce in it. Now, the bechamel basics are milk, flour and butter. You start adding flavour into those things because one of the things I keep hearing is food fatigue. Uh, this doesn't taste good. Why can't I get flavour? Well, you know, and now... It might be just because your taste buds have been shot because of radiation or chemotherapy or both, but it might also be because um, you're not layering flavour into your food and that's what I want to show you how to do in this episode or talk to you about how you can do that in this episode. You layer flavour into the foundations, into the basics. And if you know how to make your five mother sauces, then you're able to layer flavour into one or all of these sauces. And if it's bechamel, where you're making a lasagna, you would add things like cheese. And if you want a really strong, bitey cheese, you add in a parmesan, as long, along with a cheddar or a mozzarella. Um, hollandaise sauce. That's a butter and egg yolk sauce. You'd have that on your smoked salmon or your poached eggs. Velouté, that's a white stock uh, with roux. And espanol is a brown stock with a roux. And tomato can be a concasse where there's no thickener. Or you can have a tomato sauce which is thickened with a roux. And a roux, R-O-U-X, is a mixture of flour and butter cooked in a saucepan to which you add hot stock and that brings me to the third thing that helps you is understanding and knowing your foundation cooking techniques if you can uh, make your own stock you've gone a long way to ensuring that everything you make has a layer of flavour in it to which you can build. Uh, in the resources, I've added my personal chicken stock recipe and how to make it in a step-by-step process to the resource. So you can have a look at that. And it's a really easy one to start with is a chicken stock. And that stock I tend to add to all my soups, my uh, sauces so if I was making a roux I would add that chicken stock into that roux so there you go there's already one layer you might add fresh herbs you might add ginger you might add prawn paste you might add anchovy you might add uh, fresh basil thyme there's all number of ways that you start to layer in the flavour. And if you make it yourself, then you have control over what works for you. 
So in my case, I could eat and drink tomato sauce and soup. A lot of people can't because it's too acidic. Um, I've never found it acidic, but I can understand that some people uh, might. I skin and seed my tomatoes when I cook them, and you can do that. On my YouTube channel, there's a video that shows you how I do that just with a jug of boiling water and a big bowl, how how you can seed and skin tomatoes, because if you do that, it makes the sauce sweeter, breaks away that acidity, and if you're like me, I couldn't tolerate tomato skin. It didn't matter how much I blitzed it or pureed it, those skins would still catch me and still catch the back of my throat. So I just removed that problem by removing the skin. Uh, Now, for you, you may be able to manage the skin. Uh, The seeds, I removed them too with a fine sieve, and it made for a beautiful base to make soup um, or just tomatoes, which I would add to soft-made ricotta um, nudie, little pasta balls. So if you learn the basics, and that you're making a roux as a basic and making a stock is a basic, if you can learn those things and learn the five mother sauces, you have expanded your food repertoire, you know, tenfold, really, because then you can work out which sauce is going to work for you. And for me, it was tomato sauce, uh, to a lesser degree, a bechamel, and mostly I'd I'd make a hollandaise uh, or a bernaise, which is an addition of some more herbs, and the tomato, that was my basic go-to and I made it, made it in batches and kept it in the freezer and used that to experiment with other foods. Now, if you struggle with that, um, you know, the, the only way to really know how to do this is to practice making these sauces and to apply them to some of the foods that you like to eat. Now, whether that's a little fillet of fish or whether that's um, a little bit of pasta or uh, gnocchi or um, potato dumplings or dumplings or and because you make it means that you can control the fat the oil the salt the chili the no chili the other flavors that you might like to add into it and depending on what you're trying to do from a treatment and Uh, healing process you may be wanting to try to maintain weight put on weight things like a bechamel for example which is the milk flour and butter that has the base for a really calorific dense sauce Uh, so if you're trying to put on weight that's a really good way to go so I'm going to wrap this episode up um, expanding your food repertoire and I'm hoping that the resources that I leave in the bottom there are going to be helpful to you. And please leave a comment and um, let me know what source works for you. And if you want some more information, you can find my recipe book, Easy Follow, Easy Swallow, which is on Amazon. And that's available in an ebook and or a hard copy. <clears throat> if you like me, you like hard copy. And... Um, you know, this is April when I'm filming this. I'm not sure when you're listening or, or watching this. 
Uh, it's International Swallow Awareness Month, so I'm going to try and do something every few days to make sure that we work towards not only living our best food life, but also eating well generally. So until the next episode, do eat well, and I look forward to having you join me then. Thanks, everybody.